uh, can we talk for just a second about what what is appealing <laughs> to people about this? Like, yeah. This is this Total, is objectively that. horrible, but like all things that are objectively horrible, they don't gain traction because they are. They gain traction because they appear to not be at first blush. Right. Yes. I mean, exactly, you know, Phil. the NRA has a very popular and well-subscribed gun safety course. It's probably not like, you know, it's not an accident that that's like, you know, a part of it. Uh, right. But like what 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 is driving people towards this right uncertainty yeah. i guess right this I makes it seem like if you do manage to survive that you're somehow anointed it makes you feel special or it, i mean it just sort of, it makes me think sort of of that like the aestheticization of politics is fascism mm-hmm. thing because yeah. like i think fundamentally like uh i, I wasn't I wasn't sure when I was going to read this part exactly, but there's like sort of a, there's sort of an almost non sequitur, not totally a non sequitur, uh, but they're like in terms of what I, what I thought was like worth us actually bringing up, there's something that otherwise would be sort of a non sequitur. But I think that, you know, so throughout a bunch of these interviews, he's very clearly, we haven't been explicit about this uh, yet, but he's one of these people who, who um, like says, says things like, like we put too much faith in uh, quote unquote Western medicine. Right. Maybe right. this is a good transition to Larry Mead, who is fundamentally a similar figure. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, I think it, what's interesting is when you actually look into those criticisms, uh, there, there are two things that become clear. One are, yes, there are accurate political um, identifications of, of like malefactors there. However, with the wrong method to address them, which is, you know, we don't like just just because um you know pharmaceutical companies uh do like profit off of drugs um you know does not does not mean that they are like intentionally poisoning people or whatever this like the suggestion the prescription is like much more clear which is again you sort of like rebuild the political economy of health right right, right. you like fundamentally disentangle uh health from uh from like commodity and capital and you work towards some sort of fucking health communism, right? Right. So you you do that. The other critiques that he has are fundamentally aesthetic, quote. Um, And so he's talking about, uh, he's talking about like the, he's talking about the ICU model. He's talking about like Western medicine in general, Mm. you know, quote unquote Western medicine in general. Uh, And, and what happens to people when they go into ICUs? This is his, this is part of his theory. Um, Quote, and and so we take someone who's already got a damaged relationship to the environment and we shove them into an extremely isolated and horrifically sterile environment, oh. meaning they can't find microbiome balance. Uh-huh. Uh. Bacteria help check our check the growth and proliferation of cells that are producing viruses. I think their microbiome balance can like take a backseat until they're stabilized personally. Um <laughs> The sterility argument is like one of my least favorite fucking cultural tropes. My My God. Like, quote, and so we have this really fascinating reality that the worst place to probably end up if you have any sort of infection is ultimately in ICU. Yeah. If you're in the ICU in general, it's not a good place to end up. Like, it's obviously dangerous. Yeah. But not for the reason he's suggesting. So that wasn't even the worst part. Jesus Um, Christ. Quote, the ICUs of the future will look like prairies. 
<laughs> we'll have these grasslands with tents set up and you'll be breathing real air. The ICUs that means. of the future will be cottagecore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there will be wildflowers blooming in your shade tent that your bed is under and you enjoy the smell of 10,000 different species of wildflower all around you, let alone the grasses and trees that are waving in the fresh breeze that's coming through. That's right. The ICUs house. of his future will be morgues. Yeah. That's it. As you're Mass in, graves. As you're yeah. in like a high surveillance critical care unit for a life-threatening mortal condition, um, we hope to exacerbate any and all seasonal allergies <laughs> you have by exposing you to 10,000 species yeah. of wildflowers. You know, it's a really great place to like, uh, you know, put uh, like hook someone up to a vent or do like minor surgery <laughs> in the fields and open fields. You know what they said? Oh, you know what? We got a little bit of rain coming today. Sorry, your vent short circuited. Like. You know, you know, uh, so he needs to write a study that's like, listen, we just have to start doing surgery outside like Civil War days. He just and, watched and the Great British Bake Off and was like, you know, they bake outside. Oh, oh my God. Like, in a totally. tent. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello. This is Daniel, Beatrice's screen reader program. Support us at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod to hear the full episode and get access to patron-only content. With love, the death panel.